You are listening to the weekly podcast of Mount Vernon Baptist Church, Westwood, in Memphis, Tennessee. We pray you enjoy today's message. Father, thank you. Thank you that you thought about us on Palm Sunday. Lord, we thank you when you were being criticized, beat down, mocked, and you were the king of kings, but you knew that we would not be born again unless you went through this. And the Bible says, Lord, your word says, you consider it a joy to go to the cross for us. And with a grateful heart, we say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you for saving our soul. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn your Bible to Jonah, the first chapter. Let's give God praise for our praise team, our choir, our music ministry. Give God some praise. Thank you. Y'all blessed us beyond measure. Thank you. Holy Ghost singing. Say Holy Ghost singing. God is working in the Mount Vernon Baptist Church. There's so many things that God is doing, and we're so grateful. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, cry, cry out against it. For the wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish. Say flee to Tarshish. From the presence of the Lord, he went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare. He went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. You may be seated. Neighbor, tell your neighbor, neighbor. Jonah ran from his assignment. Amen. He ran from his assignment. The Bible is rich with guidance and direction for us. Every single one of us has an assignment. Say, neighbor, God has given you a special assignment. I, I, I was I was praying because this I, I was I taught Bible study in January and, and God gave me this word on Jonah and I said God uh, what do you want me to preach for Palm Sunday and He said preach my word and 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 so I, I, I start studying and praying and seeking God's face. See, every one of us is on assignment. What does that mean? Assignment. Assignment is a task or piece 
work assigned to someone as part of a job or course of study. It's a homework assignment. Do y'all remember when you were in elementary and high school, you got an uh, assignment? Now, I, I'm not asking if you did the assignment, just you, you remember you got an assignment, right? An assignment, assignment, assignment. God gives us an assignment. And so here, Jonah gets an assignment. Assignments comes from the heart of God. So God is just not giving you an assignment. It's something he cares about. That only you and I with our own unique way can do. Assignments come from come with eternal consequences. When we're going out spreading the good news of Jesus Christ, it has eternal consequences. Assignments often come with limited information. Well, you say, what do you mean, Pastor? Well, God gave Noah an assignment. He said, I want you to build an ark. There had never, ever been an ark built. How many of us refuse our assignment because we want more information? Well, God, I, I, don't, I don't see how we're going to get this done. Well, just trust him because God has you on an assignment. Abraham's assignment was to leave his country without knowing where he was going. God said, just start walking by faith. You know it's time for us to begin to say, I, don't, I can't figure it out. I don't understand it, but I'm going to walk by faith. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to walk by faith, not by sight. Gideon fought a, a battle. He started out with 300 soldiers and and 300,000 soldiers, and, and God said, that's too many. And he, he cut it down, and he cut it down, and he cut it down, and he had 300. You know God can win a battle with just a few. Don't look at numbers. Don't look around to your right or your left. God is a specialist because when he gives you assignment, he wants you and you alone to follow through. Joshua assignments. And some of these assignments just throw you off. Joshua got an assignment, and just imagine your first big assignment. God said, I want you to walk around Jericho seven times. Seven times I'm going to walk around. The walls are going to come down in your life, but God said, walk around seven times. Some of us say, now this will make no sense. It will make no sense. It will make no sense. But God is not about it making sense. God is about you trusting him. Yeah. Fundamentals of God is God is a God of mercy. He's a God of grace. And God has assignment for all of us. Look at King David. King David, he was a 17-year-old boy. Can you imagine the enormity of facing the giant Goliath? Somebody today, you're facing a Goliath. It may be a Goliath in your health. It may be a Goliath in your life. But God is saying, I am with you. Get your slingshot out and get ready to take down the giant in your life. The assignment, the assignment. Everywhere in the Bible, it's assignment after assignment. Daniel was placed in the lion's den. He was placed 
because he followed God and he worshiped God. He was devoted to God. He was committed. You know what God loves to see? It's committed Christians. Say amen, somebody. Even when it gets hard, even when it gets rough, he threw him into Daniel in the, in the lion's den, and Daniel eyes will focus and stay on God. The assignment, all of us get assignments. Assignment, Peter walked on water. Assignments. Jonah is given an assignment and he runs and rebels. I'm going to talk about rebellion a little bit this morning. Amen? Oh, I ain't giving much amen on that one, but assignment, assignment. It says, but the Lord, he went and bought this ship. He, he, it says in verse, I believe this is verse 4, but the Lord sent out him out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God, and the the, 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 the cargo that they had, they, they threw it over. They were in trouble. They knew something was wrong because Jonah was in the ship. So my first point I want to make, when you are not in your assignment, you can make other people miserable. Let me say that again. When you're not Walking in your assignment, in your anointing, you can make other people suffer. So Jonah says, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I'm headed to, uh, uh, to, to uh, Tarshish. And, and the Bible says here that he was down in the bottom of the ship. The storm is raging, and he is asleep. Now, how do you sleep in a raging storm? I, I, I got stuck with this one, to be honest with you. How do you sleep? And the Lord said, you know, you can easily disconnect yourself because right now there's a storm going on in our city. And some of us are down in the ship asleep. There's a, a storm going on in our household and and there's trouble, and, and we're not dealing with it. And, and, and we're like Jonah. We say, well, I'm going to run from this problem. I'm not going to deal with this problem. You know God don't want you to run. He wants you to stand on his promises, stand on his word, stand on him, and he will see you through. There's a storm. And so the captain came to him, and he, he said to him, what do you mean, sleeper? Arise. Call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. They shake him and he shake him and said, look, call on your God. I'm saying to somebody this morning, it's time to call on your God. So when you're not in your assignment, you can make other people miserable. God's people. Sometimes God's people face tough times. Here's the amazing thing about Jonah. Jonah is given a clear message. Jonah is on a clear mission. 
And what God is telling Jonah matters to God. It matters. And so Jonah, which means dog, he comes from the Gay Herbert tribe about three miles north of Nazareth. He was not willing to preach or invite them to God and pass on a message. He did not like the Ninevites. Jonah was so concerned about himself and how he felt, he walked away from God's assignment. But if you take a time, all of us in our Christian life have been like Jonah. Ask your neighbor, say, neighbor, are you acting like Jonah today? Jonah was disconnected from everything. Jonah was pushed back. And God has a word for us, so Jonah did not want to do what God wanted him to do. Jonah was called to a specific task, a clear mission, and he refused to go. And it's been an issue that I said, God, show me myself. I had to ask God, God, am I like Jonah? How many right now are in the act of disobedience? I thought about the cross and it said he was obedient to the point of death. Jonah, Jonah oh, would not obey God, he, he disobeyed God. And you say, well, Pastor, that never is me. How many of us are so impatient with people? God's telling you to be patient and they mess up and you get mad just like that. How many of us today, if I just may kind of meddle a little bit? How many of someone offends us when we hold a grudge? We hold a grudge, we, we get stubborn. I ain't forgiving him or her. They made me mad in 1919, and I'm still mad. Some of us can hold some grudges. We can get in the way. Something went bad, and we get all bitter in our spirit. But be careful, bitterness can destroy you. See, Jonah didn't like them. He didn't like them. Nineveh was a, a, a capital, a, a place where they, they loved to kill people. They were fierce warriors. They were rough and tough. They were mean as snake. <laughs> amen, amen. And here, God is saying, we have a Nineveh right here in Memphis. Yesterday, God blessed us to go out and knock on doors. And, and some of the people, uh, uh, Lady Evelyn, and I think it was uh, Reverend Little and uh, Deacon Brown, I don't know who was with her, but they knocked on the door. They said, Jesus, and they slammed the door. And some people said, come on in. But I'm telling you, we have a Nineveh right now. A lot of our young people have been raised by the street, not raised by their parents, not raised by their grandparents. They've been raised hard and, and tough and, and brutal, and, and they, they got a little attitude. And some of the people, when I walk up to them, they go like, like, who are you? Who are you? You know. But God is telling us we got to take the message of hope to the least, the last, say amen, somebody, the least, the last, and the lost. Nineveh had a bad name, and God assigned Jonah to go and minister. This bad situation got so bad that the ship began to, 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 to 
almost sink. And they said, Jonah, let's look what the word says in verse 7. And they said to one another, come let us cast lots that we may know for those, I, I didn't bring my glasses, so I'm, if I'm, let's see. He said to one another, come, let us cast lots that we may know for who caused this trouble has come upon us. So they cast lots and it, and it fell on Jonah. Who are you causing trouble right now? Come on now, come on. Or who's causing you trouble? I don't know about you, but there's some people in my family, it, they come in the house, that you, you sit down at the dinner table, and number trouble. Is there a witness in the house? Raise your hand. You got some family that could cause some trouble. So when, you, when you're not in your assignment, you can make other people miserable. Jonah was causing them trouble. It got so bad, they said, what do you want us to do? Jonah said, throw me in the sea. Your assignment will stretch you, number two. Your assignment will stress you as you embrace God's character. God is sending you on the assignment, just not for you to do the assignment and invite and preach and teach others. God is developing you. The trial you're going through, guess what? God will use that trial to grow you. God is working on all of our character. Say amen, somebody. God knows what's important. God values people. God values soul. God values that. And there's some situation in life where life can really jam us up. But God says, I'm into developing your character. Jonah is thrown in the sea and he is swallowed by a big fish. God told him to love. But Jonah went the other way. Jonah made a decision to go to Tarshish, Spain. He went 2,000 miles opposite of the direction. Did you know no matter how far you run, you can't run from God? I don't care how far you run. You and I can't run from God. We cannot run from God. You can go to the club. God's going to be there. How many of you knew you were in the wrong place? At the wrong time, oh, I, I got it. Jesus. I was saved now, I'm saved. I'm younger, but I'm saved. And so, I, I want to go to the juke joint. Don't look at me cross-sided. You've been to the juke joint too. How many of y'all, no, don't raise your hand, don't raise your hand. I'm saying, I love God. I'm in the Word. I'm in a Jew joint. God said, You don't belong here. Boy, go home. In the middle of the Jew joint, in the middle of Al Green, I think it was. Let's stay together. God said, You don't belong here. What are you doing now? God said, You need to stop it. You need to stop it right now. 
Amen. Amen. Jonah was in the wrong place. He was being disobedient. But you know our God is a God of second chances. God will take your assignment and your assignment will connect you to broken people. Let's turn to chapter 2. Chapter 2 in the book of Jonah. Jonah prayed to the Lord, God, for the fish belly from the fish belly. There's something that will swallow us in this life that will bring us to our knees. The Bible says that I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and he, he answered me. Jonah is buried deep in the ocean in the big fish belly. The Bible says that in verse 2 and 7 and 8, that seaweed had got around Jonah's neck and began to choke him. Not only was he thrown into the ocean, in the bottom of the ocean, Jonah was in the fish belly choking on seaweed. Sometimes they not only stay are, are rough on us or tough on us, but it can get worse. Jonah calls on God, and God hears our prayers whenever you're going through. I don't care how bad it gets, how dark it gets, how rough it feels, how much despair surrounds you. We got a God who can come down deep in the water, who can speak into your heart. He said, God, help me. Save me. I repent. I am going to get on assignment. I'm going to do your will. I'm going to move forward. And God heard Jonah's prayer. You know, God will take you out of a bad place and put you in a good place. God will send you through to bring you through to help you to get through. God is a God of relationship. All he wants us to do is have a relationship. See, every once in a while, Lady Evelyn and I have a moment. Do we ever have a moment? We don't have many now, but we used to have them a lot. Some of you came to church with a moment. And, and, and God had a teacher. It's not important if she's right or I'm right. Or she's wrong or I'm wrong. What's important is the relationship. We have to protect our relationship with the Father. See, I'm responsible to love her, not out of my spirit, but I'm to love her according to the word. I was in counseling and therapy for three years because I thought she had issues. <laughs> but I found out it was me. I'm preaching to somebody today. You, whatever you're going through, stop blaming other people and ask God, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. Lord, I, 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 I'm ready to be a student again. I'm teachable. I'm, I'm ready to learn. 
how to love. I'm ready to get out of my stubbornness and my attitude and my foolishness and stand on your promises and love the way you want me to love and stand the way you want me to stand and live like Jesus. I'm telling you, God can take that which is broken and, and mangled. Oh, I got to preach this. I got to preach this. I got to preach this. See, I, I was in college. I took a pottery class. And, I mean, how to take clay and, and mold it. Oh, Jesus, help me, help me, Jesus. And I had this little old-fashioned thing where I would push my foot and the clay would just go around a circle. And, 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 and as the clay went around the circle, I would take my hands, the teacher would take the hand and put pressure on, on the clay. And, and it was going around, it would be going bumpy and bumpy and bumpy. But after enough pressure, it got smooth. And then it, I kept putting water on it. I kept putting water, and it would spin and spin. And, and soon, I, I, I messed up in a, the, the clay, wobbled out of place. And I went to the teacher. I, I can't, I can't, oh, Jesus, I can't get it right. He said, let me tell you about clay. You can break it. You can, it can fall apart, but when, when you take it, God doesn't have any junk. He can take something that's broken and mangled, put it back together, straighten it out. So, so God can take us as clay, and he's putting pressure on us. He's trying to mold us, and some of us are resisting. But God's saying, I got you. God's hand, whenever God's hand on you, and he's got his hand on Jonah, and Jonah is fighting. He said, I, I got you down in the belly, but hold on, because you're going to come out right. I I'm going to tell you something. Just keep turning, keep walking, keep trusting. And so the, the clay went around, and soon I learned that it got smooth, and I learned how to touch it the right way, and it became a bowl. It became a cup. It became a vessel that God can use. I'm saying to somebody, sometimes God will put enough pressure on you. You may not like it. You may hate it. But God is doing his work on your soul. Jonah. But look, the good news. The third chapter talks about Jonah. Now, the word of the Lord came to Jonah. A second time. Say second time. Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah rose and went to Nineveh. Even according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city. A three days journey. And Jonah had came to the city and he said to the people, 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. Eight words change the world. See, God is a God of second chances. The Bible says the Lord came to him a second time. I don't know who's in here, but God needs to maybe talk to you not once. But some of us, we need two times. Some of us need three times. Some of us may need four times. But God 
is on mission. He knows that he's going to mold us and make us and develop us. And Jonah goes to Nineveh. In eight words, he said, in 40 days, this place is going to burn. 40 days. And they start listening to Jonah. And then he said, in 35 days. Then he said, 30 days. And, and the people began to listen because the Spirit of God was on those eight words. You know, God don't need a lot of words. He put his spirit in Jonah and the entire city repented. They even had the, the cows and the pigs and the, and the donkeys. Everything had to submit to the will of the Almighty God. They all repented. Guess what? A revival broke loose. Wouldn't it be exciting if right now we all say God like this king of Nineveh who was a, 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 a pagan and God's word reached his heart. He got out he, the Bible says in verse 6, 7, 8 that the king took off his robe, sat in the middle of the ground, and put ashes on his head. And he said, I want the entire nation to repent. And they gave their heart to Jesus. A revival broke loose. I'm saying, maybe God has sent us to say, Memphis, 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 40 days, Memphis, I'm going to send so many trials, so many tribulations, so many things. And God is all he's telling us to do is say, he's a God of second chances. He wants us to just submit and surrender to his holy will. And Jonah preached the word that night and they repented the entire nation. Jonah. So we looked at when you're not in your assignment, you can make other people miserable. We looked at your assignment will stress you as you embrace God's character. Number three, we said your assignment will connect you to broken people. And then number four, your assignment has a time, place, and purpose. God has a special place for you and I to go. He moved on Jonah. He touched his attitude. He looked at him. He grew him. And I want to say this as I prepare to close. Jonah accepted the will of God. He acknowledged it before the Lord. He agreed with the Lord. And he got on his assignment. I was reading a story that touched my heart. This young lady was doing 70 miles an hour in a 50 miles an hour speed zone. The police pulled over, pulled over, wrote her a ticket for $100, told her she had to come to court or pay the ticket. So she came to court and stood before the judge and said to the judge, when he said, the law says you were speeding and you have to pay this ticket. She cried and she, she moaned, she said, I don't have the money. I don't have the money. The judge said, the law says you have to pay the ticket or spend a weekend in jail. She cried. She said, have mercy on me, judge. I, I, don't, I don't have. I don't have no money. I, I can't pay the ticket. And I don't want to go to jail. And the judge listened to her. And she said, have mercy on me. Judge, have mercy. I cannot afford to pay the ticket. So the judge took off his jacket, 
his, undid his robe, took off his robe, and he put on his jacket, went down where the young lady was, opened up his billfold, and put a dollar on the bench, went back up to his judge seat, took off his jacket, and put on his robe. And I'm telling you, he said, young lady, the law says you got to pay the ticket. And somebody has put $100 up for you, young lady, and has paid for your ticket. What am I saying? You said, what are you saying? I'm saying Jesus took off his heavenly garment. Jesus took off his clothes. He, he was in glory. He said, I, we can't pay the ticket. We can't pay. And he came down. He came down. He put on the, the form of flesh. He went to the cross. He paid the ticket of sin. He paid the ticket of rebellion. He paid the, the, the ticket of disobedience. And he gave himself. And on Sunday morning, he got up out of the grave and the ticket was paid. God had a purpose for us going through that. And Jesus died and paid the ticket. I can imagine him, the judge coming down. The judge is walking down. He takes off his robe and put on his jacket. And he said, Mother boy, you're covered now. Because Jesus has paid your ticket. Deacons and trustees, you're covered now. Jesus has paid your ticket. The doors of the church are open because God has paid a ticket. And you're lost. And you don't know about this love. And how he did it for Jonah and he would do it for us. He pays the ticket. Maybe you have not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you have not placed your hope and trust in the Lord. But he's paid the ticket. Amen. The doors of the church are open.
ticket. Let's give God some praise. Amen. All eyes closed and heads bowed. Father, today is a great day to make the most important decision we can ever make. Is to surrender our will and say, Lord, we tried it our way. But Lord Jesus, we want to try it your way today. I pray, Lord, that someone will accept you as Lord and Savior. Today, I pray that someone will rededicate their life. We pray, Lord, that somebody say, I need a fresh start. We pray that you open the door, Lord. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Who do we have, Deacon Stone? We have Mrs. Murtis Rankin, joined with Christian Experience. Let's give God some praise. Amen. Is it Murtis? Murtis. I want to welcome you. You accepted Christ as your Savior, and you're coming by Christian Experience. Yes. Let's give God some praise. Let's say hallelujah. We are so grateful to see you. God loves you, and we do too. Amen. Who else do we have? We have Sister Stokes uh, coming by way of prayer and testimony. Amen. Amen. Come, Sister Stokes, to stand with her. You're asking for prayer? Yes. Um, I've been sick uh, for the past like two weeks. But I have a storm in my house. I have an 18-year-old son. He's been arrested twice. I just, okay. I just okay. need, like, the closer I get to God, the more. I just, I just need help. I need prayer. I don't know what to do. <laughs> You're in the right place. You're in the right place. Mount Vernon family, point, point up here and say, we're going to stand with you. Amen. I'm doing all I can. I'm a single mother. I'm just, I need guidance. He got a call Wednesday night. He was at Walmart in Olive Branch. They walked in the store with guns. 
they detained him. He didn't have a gun on him. They let me take him home. I just, I didn't, I, I got up this morning, I'm not feeling good, and I just needed God. I don't know what to do. You know, God sent you here. Let's, let's point your hand and say, God loves you. We're praying for you. We got your back. The Lord is with you. The Lord loves you. Come, sisters, come stand with her. Minister Causey, would you be the honors and pray for this young lady as we lay our hands on her and ask for God's divine intervention? Yes. Yes, Lord. Let us pray. Yes, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you for Sister Stokes, God. We thank you for the blessing that you put over her life, and we thank you for the blood of Jesus. For, Lord, you have not only saved her, but you have redeemed her sons as well, God. And we thank you for the blessing that's to come out of them, God. We know that they have been attacked only because you have done something special in them, God. So right now, God, I'm asking that you just allow the comforter to touch her, God, in the name of Jesus. There's no weapon formed against her that shall prosper in her life, in her son's lives, God. Oh, God, we thank you for the victory, God. Even when it doesn't feel like it, God, we just thank you, Lord, on her behalf. We worship you. We adore you, God. For it is for this reason that it is done. And she has the victory. That is why you died on the cross for every sin, for every sickness, for everything that comes against us. So, God, we thank you. We thank you, God. And it is in the name of Jesus we say it is so. Amen. I'm going to ask y'all to stand with her and we'll get more information. If you receive her in your heart, love with the love of God, say amen. Amen. We have our new members team right here. If you would just join them and let's give God praise one more time. Well, well, well praise the Lord. Hold on, team. Hold on, team. What's your name, ma'am? Dorothy Hayes. Dorothy Hayes. And you accepted Christ as your Savior. Say what? You accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. And you want to join Mount Vernon Baptist Church? I, think, I used to come here, but I left and went to Illinois and I came back. And so I wanted to join back. Let's give God some praise. One more time. See, Mount Vernon, God is working. He's working. He's, he's, he's moving us all in the right direction. Let's give God praise. Amen. If you receive her in your heart and love her with the love of God, raise your hand and say amen. Amen. Please go, and they, they will guide you. This is my nephew here. Oh, Lord. Uh, Reverend Ballard Davis, this is your nephew. Oh, you're in good hands then. Amen. 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 Will you go ahead and go with our new members team? Amen. I, I need y'all to just go out and minister with her, okay? Amen. Let's give God praise for this young lady and keep her in the prayer. Thank you, deacons, trustee. Amen. Good morning, church. God gives us seven days a week for our assignment. I don't just only praise God on Sunday. I praise him every day. On Sunday, start your week off right by fellowshipping with others at the church of your choice. On Monday, meditate on the word you received on Sunday. On Tuesday, take time to spend with the Lord and his word. 
on Wednesday, worship the Lord every chance you get if it's just to raise your hand and say, thank you, Lord. On Thursday, treat yourself to time with the Lord in his word. On Friday, find a place to be alone with the Lord. On Saturday, start all over again getting ready for Sunday. Deborah Pro, let's give God praise for her awesome testimonies. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Let us prepare for our offerings, ushers, trustees. Let's prepare to receive our offering. You'll find an envelope in the back of the pew. If you do not find the envelope there, raise your hand and the usher or a trustee will bring one to you. Yes, this Friday, we had a homegoing celebration for one of our members' loved ones. And um, Pastor Watkins got a call. It was from the South Precinct. And God had called us to go over to the South Precinct. Two police officers had been shot. Do you know police officers have feelings too? And they were, they, were, they were just, they said there were seven shootings within a 24-hour period. And they wanted us to pray. And through the grace of God, do you know that we went down there and anointed and prayed for those who are here to protect us? Let's keep our policemen and our officers in prayer, amen? They have a tough job. Let us pray. Father, thank you for giving us the greatest gift that could have ever been given, which is your son, Jesus Christ. And as we give, Lord, lead us and guide us as we give out of our heart whatever we have. We ask you to bless it and anoint it and use it for your kingdom. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you please stand with your envelopes in your hand? I turn it over to the ushers in which you lead us. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.